I'm so happy. I, I get to sit here and not only do I get to do the podcast and do it like in front of all this amazing equipment now that we have. If you guys are listening, you can also check it out as a video on YouTube. Um, but I get to sit next to one of my best friends, a woman that I, I find so talented and like good person like the the list of like amazing accolades that i can give you are just like they go on and on and on that like jill michelle you've been on the podcast a bunch of times yes i've been on the podcast because you're I, one of my besties yeah and i have to say you know right back at you you know you're looking in the mirror when you say that it's like looking in the mirror like i'm at the point in my life where i only have awesome women in my life and let's awesome make out like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god totally like if i were a lesbian you are right at the top there you are Aww, yes absolutely. me too i feel the Aww, same way <laughs> damn it <laughs> why curses let's just get drunk enough once okay all, all right, right done <laughs> no, but you've got like a million things going. I whenever I like, first of all, I just I, you, you just you're the whole package. You got it all going on. I know you don't feel that way. Yeah, I'm like whole package. <laughs> but you really Wait a are. Second. You really are. You got it all going on, and you got it like, and you've got so many projects going on. So I really want to talk to you about everything that's happening. And we have we and oh, we didn't get the video lined up for Meg, right? That's a well, shame, but that's okay. okay. That's okay because people can go and look people, at it. We've talked about it before on the podcast, yeah. but you can go to Hulu and it's on Hulu. It's streaming. This is Meg, not to be confused with the Meg, the shark movie. <gasps> that I, came I out. was thinking about that though because I, I when I see the posters, I'm like, I'm wondering if people will Google the Meg and stumble into I've your already, movie and, I get a and be lot. like waiting for the shark, waiting yes. for the shark. They're like, wait, is Jilly the shark? Where's like, the shark? And I don't recognize any people from Mad TV or Reno 911. I don't know about this but killer movie yeah literally um it's the indie meg it's the indie yeah i have the the i always go um but i'm getting a lot of people like messaging me and they're laughing and they're sending like because pictures, of the name and they're like oh my gosh they go the the meg we like we thought it was your movie at first and then there's this giant shark and i'm like yeah yeah we've stepped up we added a shark in the movie <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if at the end of the film you should go in and re-edit it and at the yeah. end you instead of like having this moment of like zen shark just like, you. <laughs> That would be awesome. That would, we should do that as like a meme. That would be really great. That's so funny. Get on it, guys. It's Get really funny because I did think about that, though. Yeah. But um, but I love that I'm in that movie. Oh, my God. You're so great in that movie. And I, I just, I can't. The thing is, is when you told me you were making that movie, I never thought it would actually come out anywhere oh, so hi, oh. what's up? How you okay doing? so i guess uh, the, uh, yeah, we have animals we have animals, animals hanging out with us right now so my cat just jumped up on the bed that we're sitting on and yeah. sitting with us is jack and i'm highly allergic to cats so by the end of this i might have <laughs> like the snuffles and no throat and uh but it's all good because i i love animals oh, so nice. i can't resist Should when I they're around me leave out no he's he's okay it's, he's you're all allergic like hey girl what's to up he's scratching what's do you up? find that like if you're allergic to cats they come on to you more they're like hey Absolutely. lady and they have this look of like i know you can't touch me <laughs> like oh my gosh i'm like you're so cute stop it <laughs> but sometimes like i touched prince earlier and i just washed my hands right after i'm okay right so but mr jack thinks he's a cat even though he's a dog and those of you who've seen this is meg know that me and Jack make out a lot. So that's awesome. Yeah, so. that came up earlier. <laughs> the producers, when I walked in here, were like, yeah, we saw your movie. It's kind of creepy that you make out your dog all the time. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm an I'm a animal, so you can touch me whenever you want. Oh, oh 
Kimbrough. Okay, you better watch out what you say. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you did say you you had a black bike once, so I'm just saying. Uh, no, I said I have not. So uh, I've not had. Because she's holding a black. An, mic. I've had black mics, but not black penises. That's where I think you misunderstood. Uh-huh, <laughs> so. uh-huh. You've never been with a black guy. Never been with a black guy, and you know, I think I'm over white guys too. Oh. I am. I've dated so many like white as white can be, like Ohio. God, I wish white Tom was and, here right now. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a lottery for that? For the you know. <laughs> Call in now. Caller ten. Will. Is there, we should, black we, guy number ten. We, we, we should we, we should start a Jilly Jungle Fever oh, lotto. Shoot! Remember those Benetton ads? Like all. <laughs> God, that's a really old reference. Don't, it I is. don't remember that I was because that was before my time. Middle no, school. I loved Benetton. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I loved all that stuff. They were they were more about uniting people together than most of our stuff today with our ads. You know, I loved that. They were like equality. And then they went, no, you're going out of business. <laughs> <laughs> so you've like had so many bad experiences that you've like basically decided against an entire like and the entire ethnicity. Race. Yeah, the, yeah. The whole white guys, like if they're from the Midwest, Is it a sorry. specific white, okay, like Midwest? Midwest, like real like, like I used to love like, I cowboy you were saying, guys like, and white ugh. guys that are into dudes because you've had some of that. I've had that too. <laughs> I would be over that if I was. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> not into that. I was, the problem is, is that you know before thirty, I like pretty guys. You know that right. I like pretty boys. And um, before thirty, they're still straight. And then after 30, they all go, hey, girl. Like, it's they, the benefits. They're pretty. And these guys give them everything. I would turn gay, too. Like, it is pretty amazing. And I'm Well, maybe just to took them until 30 to feel confident and comfortable in their bodies maybe. to be I think open about it, probably. I think so. I think yeah. they're, they're all a little closeted. Because they all got, you know, had, took longer to get ready than I did. <laughs> all of that. So all the signs were there. They tell you all the signs are there at the beginning. And yes, they are. But, um, you know, now getting older and you date, the like, for me, the older or white guys it's just they don't understand me i'm from miami i'm i i have the latin culture in me even though i look like a white girl i'm very i have that latin culture and i need that passion and i need also them not to go like if i go oh my god they can't go like whoa calm down whoa oh you're getting crazy whoa whoa or like expect like different things from me because also, as a female comedian on stage, we are, there's an, it's an extension of us. We're this persona, and it is still us, but when we're at home, there is a different version of us. And, and I think that white males are pretty simple, and then they want to put you in a box and say, oh, you're this. And then the next day you're not that. And they're like, oh, my God, what are you? And it's just too confusing for them. And it just never, there's not, it doesn't feel like a dance. It just feels like they're just kind of like in awe all the time, like, they're you know, so I'm, I'm I'm done with the dirt. That's you know, there's some brothers that want to put you in a box too, just so you know. <laughs> oh, it's not but just... like what kind of box? <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, girl, you want to come get in this box? <laughs> Why? I'm not following that at all, Kimbro. You just went, th- and your brain went someplace where I have no idea what the, that even means. He's the trunk. He kills. No, I'm just kidding. It, <laughs> this is where this is where I wish Tom was here. We have another guy who comes in and talks, and he'd be really pervy right now. He'd be like, because oh. he's he's a white boy from not Midwest, but uh-huh. very white boy esque, and he'd try and convince you otherwise. Yeah, no, I've had a lot of years under my belt with those white <laughs> ones. I think I'm done. I think so. So moving on. So. I, 
Wait, we're moving on? Moving on. Yeah, no, moving on meaning like moving on from that. But I was even at the Abbey the other night with um, a bunch of friends. The Abbey is a very oh, famous a, lesbian bar. It's a, well, it's also gay, gay lesbian. But it's, yeah. it's LB. Everything. It's Q. What is it? LB. It's a, it's a good time. Um, yeah, it's just fun. There's no, no one's judgmental there. I mean, you have straight people, you have gay people, you have all different races, and everyone's just having a blast and dancing. And I looked around the room and I was like, man, some of these girls look like guys. Like... I don't know. Maybe that's where I'll go next. I don't know. Yeah, you think I'm, I'm just open. Go with the flow. I want to feel good. I want people that are authentic and transparent and are good people in my it's life. It's hard to find. It's very hard, especially in Los Angeles. That is extremely hard to find. Yeah. And especially with a mic in our hands, you know, where there, it's a very, it's a very interesting dynamic. Um, you know, I see my, my, you know, it's male comics, the hottest girlfriends, they have the hottest girlfriends because there's a power of laughter that is so like, it's intoxicating, it's gorgeous. And so, you know, we have like friends that are these comics that you're like, I would never look at you twice. And they're with these hot girls and you're like, I get it. And that's the same with female comics. These, they kind of flock to us and and they're not looking at who we really are. They're looking at this this image. And and as a female, it's a little different because we we're kind of male because we're in this world. But at the same time, we still want to feel like the queen and the princess. And it's a very it's a strange psyche that they battle with. Um, so it takes a really really confident man or woman to. Uh, to really have a great relationship with a female comic, I believe. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I haven't been a single female I for know. a long time, but I do understand the intoxication of being with somebody who's very funny and very smart. And Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it's, but I mean, this I think I think there's this whole. Me. I know. Get off. <laughs> He's no really white into guys. <laughs> we need to get the the other color. And I have arm. a snake on me too. How appropriate! Like <laughs> a snake and a white dude. Really? That's my choices. Thank you, LA. Gosh, That's so funny. <laughs> but then my dog's here to help balance everything. See, so this is out. this is your man. That's my little guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I just lost my train of thought. That's oh, okay. We'll find it again. We'll find it back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so the yeah. Abbey. Yes. Well, the Abbey was so fun. And if you're ever in Los Angeles, people are listening or people are watching, um, go to the Abbey. It is just such a good time. It's just my feet, my bunions still hurt from like, <laughs> all, I mean, it is like, and it's already been a week and they still hurt from dancing so you're much. Having so much fun. Yeah. I, I went there years ago and uh, it's the only time I've ever done any kind of like, um, I guess it was acid. Oh, so. you go, I guess it's acid. Like she was quiet about it. Like that makes it better when you're like. I don't know if it was acid? just. I don't know if it was just that. I think it was like maybe had something else cut into it. I don't Ooh, know. Really? Yeah, what but, happened? Well, I just. I was fun. I, it I was, was fun. It was Halloween, uh -huh. and that's yeah. I mean, it was it was just fun. And you just. It would, I've never done acid because I have seizures, so oh. I'm scared. Of yeah, like, I'd be scared. Yeah, yeah I'd be scared not having seizures, but I. Yeah. I was with some friends and I mean, I've never really done anything too heavy. I've done mushrooms twice. I've smoked some pot and, and that was the only time I, w I even forget that I ever did that, mm -hmm. except you brought up the Abbey. So, yeah, so there it is. Abbey and acid together. Yeah. Well, that's, together. If you're going to do that, I think mm -hmm. that's probably the perfect place. Oh, my gosh. And I, I rarely drink now. So, you know, I had a couple of drinks and me dancing around. I felt it the next day. Like it is like one of those things where. I, when you eat really clean and you start to get super healthy, it's just like and then all of a sudden. you do something that's like that. Yeah, you Whoa. feel it so much worse. It was, yeah, I, I went, uh, yeah, I'm not, 
and I, it's not even about being a kid anymore because I feel like I, I look better now than I did when I was a kid. And I'm a lot more uh, wise of what I'm putting in my mouth. Hello. Hello, <laughs> Pun intended. Uh, <laughs> um, but what? Watch out now. Yeah, watch out, watch, watch, watch out. out. I'm going to be very wise about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's... Um, you know, you you then you go into a toxin like that alcohol, which is fun. I'm not against it at all. You know, right, but you feel way worse from way it because you've worse. been so clean for so long. But I love edibles. I, you know, I'm a big pot queen. So I've that's actually my been. Thing. Um, you, you know, I don't know if you've ever met Sylvia. She's no. done the podcast too. She does. She's been okay. So she's a friend of mine that I need to introduce you to because okay. you're both awesome women. But she gave me like this very low dose gummy uh -huh. and i like i've done it a few times where i'll break it in half and take it and then it helps me sleep that's great yeah it, See? i could have used that a year ago when i was up like all the time a couple of years ago i couldn't sleep for months See, and I'm more about going more natural like that because mm -hmm. even though it's a gummy, you know, but it's still it's it's plant based, and I so I'm all. Well, I don't feel everything. hungover. Like if right. I take a melatonin, oh. I feel like crap the next day. Yeah. So the gummies are better than than the mel melatonin, which you can get in the grocery store or whatever. So it's just. Exactly. I, yeah, so I get so it. I love, yeah, the, the pot for me. That's because I'm a hearty hyperactive as it yes, is. Yes, you are. So I need that 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 indica to bring me down, and it it actually doesn't even bring me down. It's it like just, CBD too. CBD is great for like my all your muscles yeah. and your joints, and also for my seizures. So that's really great. Do you and, get those a lot? I've never really. You know, um, I got them when I was younger a lot, and then as I got older, I was able to balance it with uh with working out exercise has been like my mom got me into tons of sports and everything growing up so it balanced out my levels so I didn't have them and then when I got older um, just recently they started and it was brought on through emotional so now I know where the trigger is is that it's an emotional response because I can't control the other person I can control me and my behavior but if it's another person that I don't understand and I love them so much it just like it does something and then I just go into this horrible seizure. It's emotionally triggered. It's emotionally triggered because I'm able to control the other ones. So now that I'm aware of it, I'm able to, the, the pot, the CBD actually helps me relax and listen as opposed to reacting. I respond more. And that's something I'm actually balancing out right now because I go, oh my gosh, why am I having them now? And it's because it's an emotional trigger. So Thank God I'm able to tap into that now. So, or thank universe, whatever you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> that's scary shit to be out of control like that. Yeah. But you know, I feel better after a seizure. It's the weirdest. I'm tired, but something does to my brain where it opens up and I'm able to relax and I see things a lot clearer. It's weird. Colors are brighter too. It's the weirdest thing. So I don't know necessarily if it's a horrible thing. Of course, it takes a toll on your body, but there's a release that does happen. So I wouldn't recommend like, oh, everybody go get some seizures, you know, <laughs> but, but it actually, um, now that I know where it's coming from and stemming from and able to control it, then I'm, you know, I, I'm not having them anymore. But there was a minute there that I was having them pretty often. Well, maybe it, like somehow as, as we figure out who we are, sometimes the things that are the most troubling are the things that make us better mm -hmm. for in the long run, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think what as comics too, it's like the worst things that happen to us are our best jokes. Yeah. And at first you're like, I can't write that. I can't put that on stage. You know, I, I can't do it. And then a couple of years go by and you're like, that's my best shit. Like yeah. that is funny. And everyone relates to it. Yeah. Well, the comedy tragedy equation. Yeah. Um, 
It's funny, as you were talking about the Abbey, I was thinking about something else that, that, that relates to it, which is right next door to that mm -hmm. awesome bar, which is in the heart of West Hollywood, um, is a playground at the library. Oh, really? Oh, and yeah, that so playground. I, I thought you meant like a new club called the playground. The playground. Yeah. But it Come is. The playground. It kind of is because I would go in there a lot with my kids when they were mm -hmm. little. And knowing the times, the few times I've been to the Abbey mm -hmm. and some of the other clubs in that area, mm -hmm. and I'd be sitting there and they'd be digging in the sand. And I'm like thinking at any moment they could dig up a condom or syringe. Oh, for sure. Like, we shouldn't oh, be yes. playing in this park. Like, oh, and they're like yeah. on the swings, and I'm like, last <laughs> night somebody was banging on the swing. Like, yeah, you know what's funny? When you go into a gay club, there's so many condoms everywhere, free, that they, they have it like in candy jars everywhere. And they're just like, they're so about promoting safe sex, you know, because they know, hey, you're going to drink, you're going to have sex tonight. Right. And like, you go to like to a straight club, you don't ever see that. And I'm like, Dude, straight people have sex too. Like you guys need to help them out as well and educate right. them too. Like, but it's always like, ooh, hush, hush. Like it, it's a very strange thing. Well, I think in that community and that like mm -hmm. small population. Mm -hmm. Well, there's also when you go out in LA and there's these giant billboards like syphilis. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and like it's like it's the latest thing. It's, it's like so true. And you have like the big HIV. Like, and the guy and, with like, the abs yeah. and he says HIV. Yeah. Like, and and you're it's like, like advertising for it. Is that like a pro yeah. HIV? He's like all in his underwear. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Remember when HPV was like all new and then it was like everywhere? That was so like No, like, like advertised on big huge billboards. <laughs> Like West warning, Hollywood. really? I don't mm -hmm. recall that. What do you want to say? Yeah, I saw I saw a billboard that said it's okay to be curious, and it was like some guy who's mm -hmm. all like, oh, which to me, I thought about that, and I'm like, wait a minute, you know, it's that's a serious commitment. That's not a curious thing. No, to be because curious you, about yeah. being gay, you mean? Well, the, not the, being gay, you, but I think it was just about having a, a, a same-sex experience. Oh. oh. I think that was advertising for a, a chat room type thing or like a call. I don't think it was advertising just like, I think they were sp trying to sell something specific. Right? I don't know. No, no I don't think no, so. No, no, no. This was right. a This was like a, a pretty boy gay guy, no shirt on, you know, all like, it's okay selling? to be curious. Somebody's got to be selling okay. something. No, it's okay to be curious. Like me, oh. like, it's They're okay. saying like, they're trying to defuse that if you're going to be curious, it's okay. You know, that there's no negative connotation to having that one experience. You see that? Oh, but, I, I would but agree. But see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, when you're a straight guy and, you know. Sometimes what, you might have a moment of curiosity. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying like, and then, there's. You know, there's there, there's the some there's there's some leaps off a cliff you can't unleap. Oh, I, I don't know. I well, I agree with, with you, Kimbro. I, I don't. I am the same way. It's like if I were to date a guy and he's like, yeah, I've been with a couple of dudes and it's like no big deal, but I'm straight. I'd be like, mm, I don't know. I can't compete with the penis. Like I just <laughs> there's I could not even if I have to strap it on. I just feel strange. Like there's not gonna happen. But I hear you because all my my gay friends are convinced that every man is bi. Every single one of them. They are like every single, even even my ex, they were like, oh yeah, yeah, he was definitely gay. And I'm like, what? Like, no, it's like not everybody that's pretty or whatever is gonna want to go there. Just even for females, the same thing. It's like, no, not every girl wants to But the stigma to attached there. to female curiosity is a little different than It's a little curiosity. different, yeah. I, I believe that there's a big difference. It's, but it wasn't more, a female poster. More, uh, it, was, it was a guy. It was yeah. a pretty boy. Yeah. I, I mean, I had this experience in college where... Um, 
Oh, do tell. There, there, well, yeah, yeah. there Would you a, like some tea and crumpets? There, while was, we there was a gentleman yeah. who had mentioned, we were, I was, we were just kissing, mm-hmm. and then somewhere in the middle of this kissing, he was like, kissing a woman, so like, your tongue is soft. It's A man's tongue is rough. And it just froze me in my tracks. <laughs> I was like, ah. And then and then it just ended everything because I was like, I don't, I don't like this where this and, is and going there are there are some people that are totally okay with that you know yeah. there are some people that are totally i just did bump up on a script that was a swingers movie and it's a swingers comedy and it was written by swingers and there was um, a lot of experience with this oh yeah yeah oh, but really? you swing but i mean you you're swinging with women but yeah, yeah, I yeah. But you have you had a man in the room, like a husband or a boyfriend in the room? When well, you yeah, on that lifestyle, there's always going to be some voyeurs and people watching. And but sometimes it's just like you know, private room, and you just you know, you do your private. But thing. there's it's been like, men involved in the act, but not physically involved and not pushing. Well, it just all de- it just all depends on what you're looking for. You know, most most guys. No, aren't not what I'm not saying. What you're looking the other people. I'm asking you specifically. Like, oh, was me there- me specifically. You know. Priority number one is like, hey, there's a room over there. We'll go hang out and we'll have some fun and then we'll drink and talk afterwards. And then, you know, and then second case scenario, oh, my husband wants to come and watch. And then, you know, third case scenario is like, okay, my husband wants to join in. So it's Have you had the husband watch and the husband join in would be the question. Well, yeah, you're going to find that. You're going to find that. But if she's hot and she's into you and she looks like Jilly, you're going to be like... (laughs) Here's a seat right there. Have yourself a drink, man. I feel a little I'm jealous a, right now I'm, that I wasn't I'm, included I'm, in this swinger <laughs> equation. I'm, I'm a sorry. Hand, I'm a hand to my business. You have a drink and yeah. a smoke a sit down. Me and Jilly. I watch this. <laughs> so you don't Mama's mind. You watch. don't mind being watched by another male because you're. It's a performer. No, Kimbrough. it's not. It's not like it's. I, I always mind, but it's the default. You know, it's by default. It's like whatever. Here's the thing. Priority is if the connection is made, nothing else in the universe matters. There you go. So if a, if a boy, so boy case, meets girl and there's chemistry I and agree. there's sexual attraction, then why should there be a filter when the connection is made? Because those connections aren't made that often. Yeah. And the opportunity to make those connections aren't there that often. So when you finally get there, you're going to like, you're going to balk. So then are you curious? <laughs> N- never for a guy. Okay, well, but you're open if there's a connection. If there's a connection you know, with a woman and there's say? a guy in the room. For a, yeah, I mean, as long as a guy ain't trying to like look at me, f- you know, for any kind of curiosity, then I'm cool with it. And most of them well, don't. But what are they right. doing? Are they just standing there watching? Are they jerking off? Are they like, what's the? They can do whatever they the want. I, I really don't so know because I'm not. So it doesn't bother you to be banging a woman if there's a guy in the room and he's masturbating. To it's it. like, not there's like, so many different levels of curiousness that not, we could go into. It's not like you, you know, it's not like you're getting it on and be like, hey, bro, you doing over there? Everything cool? You want me? You know, it's not like that. Can I get your coffee? <laughs> <laughs> Everything solid? Are you good? You yeah. know, it's, it's not like. Watch. It's not, you know, I just, when I was writing it, when I was doing the script. I learned a lot about the, about the swinger swingers. life, and it's they're very respectful. You yeah. know, yeah. they're very, and you have to, you have to um, get the okay from your partner. Like it has to be okay. You can't just do something without them knowing. There has to be an okay, and once there's an okay, then it's then it's fine. Um, but I I completely was just open to the fact of learning about this. And the reason why I got the job is because they asked me about like, what do you know about the swinger life? And I went, um, well, I've only heard third party, uh, you know, stories and stuff. And I said, 
If you're asking me to participate or would I be curious, absolutely not. That is something that's not my jam. And I said, so I represent the fly on the wall. I represent the majority of the mainstream audience um, and that can take this film to mainstream as opposed to just being uh, just from your POVs. Um, and they were like, that's the best answer. Oh my God. And that's how I got the job. And so when I'm writing it, I really made um, the, the female character, the lead, more of something that I would, how I would be reacting to it. And not to say judgmental, but what it's doing is it's allowing you to see how beautiful the swinger life is and how open they are and how um, they actually, they got it figured out. They don't have so many damn rules and there's not so much of like, how dare you? It's just, they're very, lo it's love. It really is love and there's a respect there that a lot of people, uh, couples that are monogamous don't have. Right, well, the, because then it creates infidelity and all mm -hmm. kinds, or, or unsatisfied sexual relationships because like I know somebody whose marriage split up because they just weren't having sex anymore and I was like, but you guys are great partners in life. Why don't you figure out a way to just keep your, and so they're no longer together, but they're still great friends. And mm -hmm. it seemed like maybe they would have been better, like friends living together and then go do like that right. to me makes sense for them. But, you know, you have to be open to it, I you guess. You have to be open to it. Yeah. But well, it, it also work? has helped me dating, like just single, you know, just just dating mm -hmm. because, you know, you have a reference of, uh, you know, just having a conversation with someone where sex isn't the, you know, the the bait right what do you mean you know? well it's like if you know that you want to connect with a person and sex is the distraction you never really get to connect to the person until sex happens mm. you never really get to connect because you're thinking uh you know you just you the, the sex becomes like an obstacle because you're you're doing and saying everything to get the sex, but that's not really you. And she's doing and saying everything to like entice you for sex, but then she might want to, but then she's acting like she's not like you're never really on that word is that lifestyle. That's not an issue. It's, you're just like, this is just about that's sex. Not a, and you're right? so right that's because not, that's not I, an actually, issue. I actually did that stupid book that Why Men Love Bitches. This was years ago. And but I you swear did, it was a dumb You read the book? I read the you, book. Why, and what was I it called? The why, book. Men why Men Love Bitches. Love Bitches. Oh, Bitchy I, Girls. Why no, they like Bitchy no, Girls? Why or? Men Love Bitches. And it's Bitchy Women. So, um, okay. So, what, like women that are mean to them? Well, it's not even that. That's the title to grab you in. And okay. it really, it is the most ridiculous book in the world. And But I said, you know what? Because I don't think this way and I've had crappy relationships. Okay, let me try it. I waited three months to have sex with a guy. Got to know him really well. And we became these friends. And when sex went to happen, he had the smallest penis. And I have never seen something so small. Oh, and no, so disgusting. Laugh, no, oh, you can that's laugh. Not disgusting. That's no, not nice. No, it was disgusting. It was like an Audi. He should have known. That should have been a that's warning. That's why he waited three months. He should have told me, like, "Hey, I got a small dick. Does that matter?" Like that would have. No. He should have led why would with he that. Tell <laughs> I would have really. He should have led with that. Would you have stayed? Well, with now me? I'm like, I need to see this before we even talk. So, so like, if a guy comes up to you and says, "You're gonna have more fun with my belly button than my penis." <laughs> You want to go for it? <laughs> exactly. Or he could have said, like, I love to go down for hours. Don't worry about my junk down there. I'd be like, all right, all right. Then I have an option. Okay. You know, but this one was like, look at this. Ah. And you're like, look at what? Like, what? Oh, like, he tried he to play it off like everything too. was okay. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't realize. Mm. 
Like, how could you not? I like, don't know. You, like, like, there's pictures on the internet. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, he just never watches porn. You don't never, Google like, no, penis? No, 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 head in sand. Literally. Did you watch Boogie Nights? Like, <laughs> Wait, so but that's how you, you waited three months. That's why he, he was, was like, off. cool with it. He's like, I will get to yeah. know you. I'll get to know you really, really, really well. Really, really well. Did you sleep with him? Like, once he... I, like, did you pity well, fuck him? Well, he or? probably thought it was. I don't know what that was. I, I didn't, not, didn't nothing? know. And that was pretty much the end of it, you know? And it was sad because then you're like, now I've lost a friend, you know, because you're like, you can't follow through with that. Would you not? But we just talked a few minutes ago about maybe being receptive to a lesbian relationship. I mean, if he's got a small, I mean. Well, like, at the time I wanted a penis, but now <laughs> that would be different. If, okay. <laughs> if you had a penis. <laughs> <laughs> what and you had seven days. <laughs> seven days. Seven days. Seven, seven days, days and padow, you have a penis. What would you do? Well, seven what? days what is the seven you mean, days? Like if I had one? Yeah. If, oh, had, if she had seven days with a penis? No, like, if she had a penis. For seven days? For seven days, what yeah. would I do? With the penis? Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, you totally deviated off the, the we're not yet done talking about what just happened to her. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going from y'all. They're like, like dick. All of a sudden, he's like, "Just tell me what you do with your big dick." Yeah. <laughs> well, she would just say, "She just we said." Just got off the topic. We, we already know what you want to do if you no, had one. She's talking about having a big dick, like on the guy, right? Did I misunderstand something? What? <laughs> no, he's saying like, if I had a penis. Yeah, I know. But isn't that but what you said? Isn't that what you said? You said no. if I had a penis? No, no I didn't. But that's funny. <laughs> I, I do like this where you're going and we're going to get there. We're going to come back there. I still want to get back to something we talked about. We'll go back to Lana, right. what I really said. All right, finish uh, your point. So we'll ahead. circle back. Go ahead, Lana. Oh, no, I'm completely lost now. Uh, <laughs> well, then we'll go back to Kimbrough. Um, if I had a big penis, I always talk no, no, about no, this. No, 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 if you were with this guy. Oh, okay. You want to go back and here? And he okay. doesn't. And he, yeah. he doesn't have the equipment that you're into. Are you done with him? Or, like, can you do other things? Like you said, could you have been with well, him? Well, at the time, like I said, at the and time. And I don't even understand how, how. Mm. Mm? What? <laughs> mm. That what? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> how bad this situation was, but. It was horrible. It was a nightmare. Like it, <laughs> What's that? It was that? where she's like, he has to put his balls in her too. It's not even funny to write in stand-up because <laughs> it was so disgusting. Oh, yeah. yeah, what's like that? You, he didn't even have like balls either. Oh. Like it's like, what is that? Like I almost felt really? like he was a woman that was converted to a man because it was that. That sucks. Right. Okay, so like I, I, as a as a as a mother, like I have a son, like I worry because I'm like I want him to be great. Like, right. like my dog has life. a beautiful penis like, but, for a small dog. Yeah, yeah. Right, you're you're like, I'm proud of my son. <laughs> no, but like, I, I, it's funny that my son that recently brought home a piece of paper. I had to sign him mm. off to play clarinet, and I was like, this is great because he'll learn how to use his mouth. <laughs> but nobody will want to fuck a guy that plays the clarinet. So we've got both bases covered exactly. for like the next like 25 years. Perfect. We're good. Yes. Um, but but I would. Like, there's so much uh, associated for a man with his equipment. Like, I feel like it's... Well, I think this is... This I'm not is, I know what you're saying. that I know situation, what you're saying. but I think I wouldn't want... Uh, did, what did... Did you just did it end the, the whole moment for everything? Or were it did you, because were of you his, nice? <laughs> did it, I was nice. I never said probably, anything. He's probably used to a weird reaction. Um, I don't know because I didn't react. So I tried to be very Switzerland. Oh, that's got to be such a hard moment for guys. Like I, I look at Kimball because he can't answer this I'm question. I'm sure his penis is not the size of a belly button. Oh, he's I'm black guy, sure and he's already told me he's that he's fine. fine. But like, so you never <laughs> have that moment of like, is this a good? Enough? That's why we needed Tom here too, because Tom would have all kinds of things. So, to so say. what's your question? It, I, it doesn't apply to you. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> there's yeah. no way you could answer that. I heard my name. I was over here like I know, surfing the I'm net. referencing you because you're. there's no way you can answer that question, but there's just got to be so much pressure associated I with that know. for a guy. Okay, look, I, I would have been open to it if he wasn't so egotistical and oh, like acting like, like he had this majestic like thing. Oh. Like if he was more like, I know, but I care about you and whatever, then then there's a difference. But this guy was like, wow, look at this. And you're like, there's nothing After three there. months, he must have been so red, like. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Who cares? But it was gross and I was out. But I, but at the time, let's say right now in my position where I'm at, like where I'm like, I'm open to whatever, whatever I have a connection with. Um, if I had a connection, I might be more open to that at, at this moment. I probably wouldn't have cared. But again, he had you treat the it ego. like it's a big clit and you're in a female relationship. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, I don't know. And I'm safe because that's nothing's going to happen. It's not going. But I'm really about energy, too. Right. So I'm more about like I am a weird. I don't just connect and hook up with people. Like right. people like you look at me and they go, oh, Julie, you're so funny. You can have anybody or you can go whatever. But I'm not a person that's a one-nighter. I don't do those things because I believe that you take in people's energy. And so and that's even making out with somebody. It's You take it in. And I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it. If you're not a good person, I'm going to feel, I don't even eat meat because I feel like if it's the, the animal is killed with trauma, I'm going to be ingesting the trauma. So I'm very strange about that. So it's a very strange thing. It's me as a comic, you know, talking about suck my cock on stage. And then I'm like, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. Don't touch me. You know, it's a, it's right. a Well, weird, people get a, yeah. a different perception of you if you're on stage right. of who you might be in real life. Oh, I mean, yeah. even, even people that are close to me, like even my ex was like, you're just going to go and get another guy like right away. You can just, and I'm like, that's not me. Like, that's something maybe I'd say on stage because that's me when I was in my 20s, probably. You know, it's like, um, but I'm like, that's not who I am. Like, people are just so, they, they, they misinterpret uh, people and they don't really feel well, that, that energy th connection. I want to see you on stage. I think it's you. It's just you know, like, slightly heightened. It's heightened, yeah. Right. And it's me. I, I, I'm not like the some like, I'm this person on stage. There are people and who go on stage oh, and are, are completely different completely than who they are off. And I, but my favorite comedians are, are pretty honest to who they are. Yeah, and it's too. just finding the joke in the situation. Me too, yeah. So I, I actually don't find you to be that far off. And I don't find you to come off like you're whorish or anything like that on stage, which oh, is actually counterintuitive so to life. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Back in the day. Yeah. Uh, um, but no. no, yeah. Thank you for that. I mean, I'm very uh, open talking about your sex. special though you just oh yeah so i shot my special man it takes a long time to get things done and, oh, oh i swear so you're preaching Ooh. to what I'm, the films that i'm working on is over three years now jeez yeah yep. so yeah it takes forever and 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 a special i'm trying to get yep. my we talk i need to talk with you about that off camera because i'm trying to get my one hour done yeah again and it, yeah it's so it's hard. so hard and so we shot it that's and another then, reason like i so admire you because you get every you you are very good at whiteboarding I, your intentions and well, you get them I, done i have to because there's a lot of money involved so <laughs> Right. There's a good outcome to it. But, you know, it's all these years. It's my first one hour. Now, I've right. had other specials before, but this is the first one hour, so it means a lot to it's me. It's great. I was there when you recorded That's it. That's right. And yeah. and it was just, oh, it was so, like, great to get all that material out, too. Well, when to you be like, get it Ugh. out, you start again. It's a purge. Yeah. And, then, and you go so much quicker through the process of writing your next hour. How's that? Yeah. And you know what's so interesting is that people, I don't know, you know, uh, people that 
aren't friends with comics, you know, we have this weird technique that we do and there's notepads all over the house. There's notes in our phones. There's whatever. So after the one hour, it started up again. There were notepads. There's notepads all over my house because you haven't thought and you have a joke and you need to write it down because you'll forget it. Like right. it's just, you will never remember it. So I've got chicken scratch all over the house. So now I've got to collect all of that and start putting it into the computer and start working it on stage. But it's so nice to dump, you know, 10 years of material into uh, that hour. I was super scared when I recorded mine because I was like, I've been doing these jokes for like 15 years. What mm -hmm. am I going to do now? I have to have another hour. And, and then comes. one hour just pours out of you because yeah. you have all the, you know, your voice and you have all the experience yeah. and you're getting lots of stage time. The hopefully. first hour is the hardest. That's yeah. that's it. So when people jump to their first hour and they've been in comics for like five years, I'm like, no, no, no yeah, you, you got to be 10 years plus in. Yeah. yeah. And then you can do little specials, like little Comedy Central things are like 10 minutes and stuff. But that one hour is like, it's cathartic yeah. and it's so beautiful. Um, and yeah, so that got picked up by Comedy Dynamics, which Yay. it looks like we're going to be going to Netflix. And so Yay. I can be letting everybody know soon and that will be yay, amazing. Yay, yay. That's great. Yes. I'm super happy Finally for you. to get it out there to the world. Yeah, you've worked <laughs> really hard on that. Yeah. So good. Thank you. Yeah. High five it. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny though because there was so many offers um, and I say so many, like there was a handful that came in uh, to do the special and and as comics, you know, this this is our life. This is our voice. And it's just you on stage. You know, there's no other, there's nobody else. And um, and those are people in the audience are your fans and friends and all of that stuff and family. And it's interesting how they want to give you like $2 for it. And they're like, here's $2, but it'll be all over the world. And you're just like, <laughs> so you got to be really careful and be smart about it. So... A lot of us that have been in the industry for a while that are producing and, you know, producing movies now and things like that. I in Yolana was the one that actually turned to me after we did This Is Meg and said, how come you just don't produce your own special? And I went, oh, I should and, take my own advice. Yeah, you should take your own advice. And it was the best advice I got because I was able to control the creative part of it. Um, and do it the way I wanted to do it um, and pull in everyone I wanted to pull in. And it just, it took a while because I know the the, the revenue that I'm going to get. Um, whereas opposed to when someone just wants to buy you out, it, it's quick to get on television. It's quick to get on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon or whatever, but you don't see those, that, 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 those dollar signs for all that hard work. And at this point in our career, we have to be smarter and um, about it. Just like we don't go to the clubs all the time and hang out like we used to. We go to the clubs that pay us. You know, we go to the, the venues that are going to, you know... I still are, need to go hang out. Yeah. Still but you, need to, but yeah. It's, it's a hangout thing where it's more like, oh, you show your face because out of sight, out of mind. Well, I'm in a position I'm not. I, I can't do that right. anymore. Just, so life is crazier. Is, well, like, and you, you're, you're getting paid to do things. Like, I'm getting paid to write a book. I'm getting paid to write a script. I'm getting paid... And, you know, you're like, I'm going to go there. Yeah. Because there's more power in the pen and there's more of that kind of thing where... As before, we were young and everybody wanted you because, you know, but then when you get older, they're like, yeah, there's already so many uh, moms ever on TV, they have, they have you know, like, <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, I, I never, I, well, I never entered in that whole world. You, that's right. Yeah. You, did, yeah. you really hustled auditioning and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just never I, been my thing. I had, um, I had good success and I, and I still you do. Still I'm still do. in the game, you know, um, I'm not, I, I wish I was Julia Roberts, you know, that would be amazing. 
you know, that kind of a career. But, um, you know, that's far and few between. I, I went over to Eddie Murphy's house recently um, and because his daughter was having an art show. And uh, one of my really good friends is good friends with the family. And I went over there and everyone was walking in and there were really, really well-known people. I mean, hugely well-known that even turned to me, this one well-known man, I won't say his name, turns to me and goes, this kind of money doesn't exist anymore. And I went, what? And he goes, this house? He goes, and I'm thinking like, you're super successful. You have like three series. And he's like, this money doesn't exist anymore. They don't let I'm it happen I'm so confused. Anymore. Like he's in somebody else's house. We're in Eddie Murphy's house. Eddie Murphy had a far different career than somebody but who's on a 80s, series. the 80s, it was like comics were handed left and right deals and the money had zeros beyond zeros behind it. Mm. And they don't let that happen anymore. Like if we were born 10 years before, like we would have had those deals left and right. Um, so now it's a different ballgame. Remember when we first started too, there weren't many female comics. You know, they were very character-y, the comics. Now everybody picks up a mic and is like, I'm yeah, hilarious. But Jill, there's like, there's like less than a, less than 100 headliners, female headliners. The, mm -hmm, there's, yeah. not some, there's not the female powerhouse in stand-up that there should be. No. I would love to see a seriously competitive market of female headliners. Yeah. I would love that. That would be awesome because there isn't. There isn't. Well, we don't have as many opportunities. It's impossible. Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, you there's like a serious sacrifice that takes place for women in comedy because, you know, you, you, you either, you can't have children or right. you have, like, I think it's, there's like, the number of women headliners that do have kids too, because it's a it it's takes, hard. It's hard. I got to go on the road in two weeks, and I still don't have somebody to stay with the kids. I'm gone Jeez. for Labor Day weekend, going to Albuquerque. I'm like looking for the right person that can spend that weekend because it's a holiday weekend right. with my kids. Because I'm also a single mom, so that right. makes it even harder. But the point is, is that huge sacrifice most most women are Major. willing to make to be in this business and. I've had a very unusual path, but like, there's just not well, that I many. I admire you so women. much, and that's the, I think that's the one of the biggest reasons why we've gotten closer in the last few years is because I've been able to see what you've done as a female comic and a mother and being single, and it's like, and you know, we have so many male comics in our life, and I love them to death, but I've also been, I toured with with Ralphie. He was, yeah. I knew Ralphie before I knew you, yep. and he was my first tour, and so. When I got to know who you are and, and to see how what a beautiful mom you are to these amazing kids. And believe me, she, they're amazing because my niece and nephew suck. They're there. <laughs> they're horrible. Like, like you talk to them, they're like, hey, what's up? Hey. You know, you're just like, oh, my gosh, where these kids are like, hey. And they're like just loving and beautiful and just Thanks. it's so great. And I, I admire that because you are still an active, you know, successful female stand-up comic at the same time. Well, it's, but it's hard it's to hard. balance that all. And I think that's why one of the, one of the reasons why um, there's not as many females, but also if comedy is the only pure thing and I was talking to someone the other day about it is the only pure thing in entertainment because you can't fake it till you make right. it you've just got to either be funny or you're yeah. not and once you stand on that stage you've got you got 30 seconds to win the audience over and then and a few more minutes after that and a few more minutes after that right yeah. you remember seeing Michael Richards come to the Laugh Factory yeah. it was that that whole event where he said all the horrible shit and then mm -hmm. got like in that wasn't the first time no. he just wasn't a comic so it doesn't matter male female who, or how famous or successful you are how much money you got or whatever mm -hmm. you got to be able to bring it on stage you have to and you know and being latin i started off a lot in those rooms like you know taquito room you know and stuff <laughs> like that and those people that audience you better be funny 
they will let you know if you're not oh, right out the gate, the, out of yeah. the gate. So it's like, so a lot of us Latin comics that went in that was in the urban market, strong comics, freaking strong, yeah. you know? Um, and I love when, you know, you see people have specials, sometimes these, these 10 minute specials on comedy central and you're, I laugh because I go put them in one of those rooms, watch what would happen. Right. Like, Kimbrough, Kimbrough's just, over there and like nodding yeah. to die the death. <laughs> but, uh, yep. yeah, it yeah, no, slaughtered. No, I, I know, I know that drill man I, I i've been in every one of those situations and and you're right about the 80s and the money was huge oh because mm. kimbro you got you were telling me about some of your paydays huge. early on in the oh, business i got paid. i was making like three hundred fifty thousand a year what not famous what you see? doing what yeah. those cruise ships and stuff cruise ships air shows corporate gigs People would see me and they'd be like, you're funny. We're having this big event. We want you to come and do it. It's like, you know, 10 grand. It was like that. Now you're like, was, I'll do yeah. it for 150 it bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, like the, the air show market, I just fell into that. A couple pilots from the air show in Peoria, Illinois. Yeah, you see? Yeah. They came to my show and they're like, you're funny. You, you should come and do the air show stuff. I'm like, What? Next thing you know, I'm making like 4,500 bucks a week doing air shows, plus doing colleges. We're doing a show that that show like in the desert. Grand. Something Kimbro set up. It's an it's a nudist show in the desert. And you've done nudist shows before, which I don't know, even can't even imagine. I've done it before, I but can't. I keep trying to get away from him. But once you do one, then they're then the, that group of people they're always like, come back and do it again. Right, and you're right. like, no, I'm good. And then I end up doing it well, again. Well, you can like kind of hide behind the guitar, right? Not Is, really. It's not Sophie's really? choice. Like, it, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, everybody in the audience is nude, so it kind yeah, of diffuses. Oh, okay, so yeah, then, yeah. It's not that it's, I hear you. I have yeah. a panic attack every single time. But, but Kimbrough said we're going to make a percentage of the door, so I was like, okay, I'll make some okay. money. I need that. Well, they don't have pockets to put money. So uh, I, don't know. I know. Well, the first one I did, uh, <laughs> the first time I ever did it, that was um, the Booker. He didn't have the money at the end of the show, and I was literally like, oh, first of all, it was the most nerve-wracking show ever to perform like that but i'm like putting my outfit back on ready to get paid and he's like yeah i don't have the money and i'm just like felt so dirty oh <laughs> i was like i'm like, putting my clothes back on not yeah, yeah. that is a, that's a walk of shame yeah, to talk the, about that that's a, a, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i just did all these people <laughs> yeah, I just of these crowd. Oh, oh my gosh dirty i don't know if i could do that that would that would be you know i think i think you should at some point be oh, the reason why i did it was just because i was like that I would really I'd be a voyeur. I would come and watch. I would come and watch. But you have to I watch would. in the nude. So once you're there, you yes. just perform. Yeah, but you'll, you'll, yeah, you got to be naked to watch. Oh my god. Yeah. So, so if you're naked watching, then you're going to be Jonesing to get on stage because you're going to be like, that's true. That's true. Like, like I'm already naked. Okay, might as well. I'm already naked. I got some stuff in. already. So. <laughs> Hey, you be hey, Kimro, can I get some time? I'm like, that, that's true. That is true. Right? Yeah, but you're, you're so, you know, he just affirmed about the, the 80s and stuff. And I have a friend that said that he would do Vegas and there would be so many mafia guys there. And after the show, they'd be like, hey, come and have, uh, have a drink with us after. And he'd go to the table and he'd make them laugh for like 15 minutes and hand them an envelope. And there would be like eight grand cash in it just oh. for that fifteen yeah. minutes of hanging out with them. Yeah, no, laugh. it was it was it was crazy. I, yeah. I you know I had a guy like, hey, we're going to St. Thomas, man. You got to come down and hang with us. I'm like, oh, okay. What's the show? Like, show. <laughs> just just hang and make a laugh. You're just funny, man. Just yep. come and hang. And it was like one of those things. Man. At the end of the, uh, the trip, it was like wow. Learjet down St. Oh, Thomas, hanging what? out three days. 
bam, here's some cash. That was fun. That's I was like, amazing. Snap. Wow. That's the way I wish it were. So, you know, it's so saturated because of the internet. You know, you love the internet, you hate the internet. It's just, it's so saturated. I did a show and there was a big YouTube sensation that was coming. Um, and I thought for sure this YouTuber will tweet once or whatever. And this place is going to, there's going to be a line wrapped around the door. And uh, there was one person that came for them. Oh, the show that you did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. One person. And I afterwards, it made me open my eyes up to go, their target audience are like 8 to 13-year-olds. Like, that's yeah. who's watching this. Yeah. And so it's like these network execs need to look at it and go, the consumers are still the adults. Come back to comics. Come back to us to create these shows around us. Then you'll have your sitcoms back. Then you'll have all these things back. But, you know, that's just a phone call away. I'll just make that happen well, tomorrow. We just <laughs> have to figure yeah. out how to make that 80s yeah. money, right? Yeah. I know. So that's but, you know, at the end of the day, anymore, you know, though. it doesn't, at the end of the day, like, the pure enjoyment. I, mm -hmm. I love doing this so much. I can't imagine doing anything else. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I just have to figure out how to survive it. But, but see you, okay, Lana, you are amazing because you still do some shitty gigs. I love the shit you gigs. you love them. I do. I and love shit you gigs. freaking, and I am like, I can't anymore. I, I am like. The shittier the I, gig, the more I love it. You do. I, I, I like I, the I, shitty gigs too. You do? Yeah. I can't, I don't want a blender it's anymore. Just, I'm just fighting against the blender. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's just some things that makes you know. I just you know. what you were talking about. In the back of the room yeah. and the blender's going yes. off while you're trying to compete for, yeah. Yes. But you know, it's like it's like okay when you when you do a show where everything is perfectly going to come together, the money's good, packed audience, they're civilized, you know, they're going to laugh. You know, they're going to laugh at the right time. Everyone's going to be happy. You got like little tiny butterflies in your stomach, but you still have butterflies because you know you just. Well, but the shitty gigs sometimes it's just like you got dragonflies in your stomach because you don't know what are you going to get knifed, you know. <laughs> Well, okay, there's a difference, though, with shitty gigs, though. For me, I'm like, I don't mind doing shitty gigs. I've still done that, but I've gotten paid well to do the shitty gig. And that's great because it's a different muscle that you're that's working. That's a different kind of shitty. Yeah, that's a different kind of shitty. Yeah. I like. I don't if mind I'm that shitty. If I'm getting paid, it's never shitty. I'm just like, this is so gig that I'm getting paid to do. Oh, I've, I've gotten so. where it's like you're scared that the audience will knife you. Like, that's how, oh, yeah. like, those scary rooms. And the guy's, like, paying you with cash. And he's got gold teeth. And he's like, whatever you need, you just let me know, okay? You just let me know. And you're like, ah. You know, when you say a prayer before you go on stage, you're like, I don't know what I believe, but I believe in everything right now. So just protect me, you know? And so those I kind of like because it is a muscle you have to work because you're kind of gauging. You have so much material, you know, and you're so already, you know, such a veteran comic that you can pick and choose uh, this show. Okay, they like that. That's where I'm going to take them, you know? And it becomes this ride. You can't really um, put a set together because it, your regular set's not going to work because they're not mainstream they're you know you got to go with what energy they're giving you and if like someone yells out something which i kind of do love i love the hecklers you know oh, because yeah. they yeah. take you on those journeys well that are i so like fun. the hecklers if i'm in that mood to just go in the audience and do hand-to-hand -hand combat yeah. but if i got stuff i want to work well, out you get pissed right i'm pissed <laughs> I'm Me too. And I'll let the audience know. I, I, I'm like, okay, comedy timeout. I got some really good shit I was going to do, but this guy. Right. So I got to go, you know, and then we'll go back into my stuff. <laughs> well, that is true. When I have a, a, I'm like, damn it, you just messed up my bit. And I really wanted to see if it was going to work. Damn it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's where it's good to be at a shit gig for her. But I wanted to say, okay, the book that you were saying is Women Are Bitches. Oh, that one, men love bitches. Men love bitches. Uh, bitchy. Oh, I no, was gonna bitches. bitches. Well, I was gonna say, for one of the baddest mm -hmm. bitches I know, 
you circle back that ass bitch what would you do with your dick for seven days oh right back to it. look at that <laughs> wrap it up wow. circle. and we'll wrap See, it up on that the adhd kids are back wow. we um, have we have our we, we have our 80s money coming we're gonna work that out that's okay. coming that's we coming we got Call our back. shit gigs we can do those okay but i want to hear what you're gonna do with your dick what would i do with my dick um seven days really she's got seven days with this i dick would or seven pee hours? on everything for sure oh. like you guys are so fortunate where you can just pee wherever you write your name in the I, snow uh, i would write my name in the snow i pay i wouldn't want to put it in everything you know i like a lot of people say oh i put in everything no but i would like to have someone that i trust in order to feel what it is like making love to that person because i feel like it probably is so nice and so warm like i can imagine what a dick feels like inside a woman's vagina like it is so a woman's vagina is a fucking magic box you know and it's like that would be amazing like just to have that feeling but i want it to be Unless sensual it's and this passionate guy that was really really little <laughs> Even him, he probably probably had some. He, he just gets um, right imagine, in the beginning of the box. But he doesn't get to get. He doesn't get to feel the entire box. He doesn't feel the entire box. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of the box. <laughs> but that—that's what I want to do. I just want to like lock up with a really good friend of mine that I trust and make love like for seven freaking days. Order food, go pee on everything, and that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> I love that. I love what you would do with your dick. I think yes. that's great. You'd fall in love with it. I would. It'd nice. be a magic magic cock good good <laughs> answer man I, we could go on forever man the we clock could. is ticking on us we got it okay, we, we got to go, go. But, i think right. that was a good but note you, to end on you you well, you well. you <laughs> jill will be back jill's you. always back you'll come back yeah, to do this I'll again back you guys Kirk, know that. we just do this on our normal day I we know. just sit around and, and just, talk shit and a mic in our hands pretty just normal too yeah. so <laughs> at this point yes yeah. i love you jill thank you for having me guys tell everybody where they can find you and meg and the, and the special and the everything well, where it's gonna yes this is meg is on hulu right now it's a very raw indie film about a female see comedian you'll see her in american Ceylon and american awesome and very raw indie uh about a female comics relationships um and then also you can go to jillyonline.com and also my handle on all twitter instagram uh facebook Facebook is at Jilly online. I like Instagram the best though. So come find me there. Yeah. I love Instagram now. Me too. That's the only one that I, I like really. I mean, I do everything, but yeah. And then I'll let Instagram's you guys know fun. when the special's coming out, when the film's coming out. Oh, you always look beautiful yes. on Instagram, by the way. I always see well, yeah, you. Looking so hot. Mm. So right. it's, it's oh. everything about Instagram though is counterintuitive to anything me too. I'm like, right. you're like, oh, there's like this me too pro-feminist movement. And then you're on Instagram. You're like, wait a second. <laughs> well, it's not like the guy being disgusting on you. So I, I'm okay. I like looking at beautiful pictures. I do too. I yeah. do too. I love Instagram. I'm not Me saying too. I don't love it. I do. I love it. I absolutely it's empowering. love it. And yeah, and you're always looking great on there. So definitely follow Jillian on Instagram. Kimbro, the pod brother. Oh, uh, yeah. You can uh, find me at podbrother.com or uh, hanging out at Jilly's front yard waiting yeah. for her to come out and be like, you, you, <laughs> you, kid. So Kimbro has just uh, introduced himself as a creep. <laughs> I, I don't think I, I don't, I'm sorry, Jill. I'm, I'm I don't sorry think, for I don't this. Think that would, if she saw me outside here doing going, hey, I don't think she would think I was creepy. Trust me. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Come out there with the, the um with the, the jukebox, like say anything. I would love that. All right, all right, <laughs> She's just being nice. I, could, I think I if you showed that. up on her front lawn, she'd be I, like nine one one. There's this man on the microphone. Yeah, well podbrother.com is how you can find me. Yeah, that's right. Po podbrother everything. Uh, Instagram.com, Podbrother Nation, stick with the Podbrother. I'm gonna follow you. Follow me, baby. I am. <laughs> I'm gonna i I'm already following. Oh, well good. Yep. 
Damn, see, I already I beat you to the punch. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thanks, Jill. Thank, thank you. you guys for, for yes, listening. Thank you thank for you. watching. Um, Lana Turner, L-A-H-N-A-T-U-R-N-E-R. You're listening to Perfect 10 Podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Come back again and tell 10 people. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you, Jill. Mwah. Mwah. <sighs> oh. Oh. oh, yeah. Gosh, so oh, yeah. Good. Oh. Oh, yes. Oh, 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 no, oh, no, oh, 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 oh